show where we run. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Monster Bash Live. We're off to a really great start today. Um, uh, we got the we got the guys from Burley Fishing on the show. Um, we got some golden tickets. Um, as always, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, Liquid Death, who forgot to send me my water, and so now I'm drinking lime flavored sparkling water. Now, if I was 14 years old, this might be exciting, but I really don't like flavored water, and I certainly don't like bubbly water, but it still, you know, keeps me hydrated, so. I'll keep, I'll keep drinking it if they keep sending it. You know, it's been an interesting week. Um, you know, we're prepping for the, for the rod delivery, and I don't know if you've ever seen what a thousand rod tubes look like, but they have to custom make pallets. So they take basically uh, two by fours, they take two pallets, push them together, and, uh, and, and, and then screw them into the pallet so it's a double pallet. And they can only stack so many, so many rod tubes on, on the pallets because it's, uh, it, it's pretty big. And uh, I ordered, I started with a thousand but I quickly realized I needed more because I already sold the first thousand rods. And, uh, and so now I'm, now I'm battling with my warehouse, like where I'm going to put all these things. Cause I, I, I would like to order another 10,000 rods and, uh, they don't have room for my rod tubes. So it's been a, it's been really interesting. And so I had to go pick up 10 of them and put them in my car. My dog was looking at me like, what is wrong with me? And uh, I had to drive back from Pico Rivera. Never been to Pico Rivera, never want to go back, but that's where I went this week and got some rod tubes. So it was pretty interesting. What else has been going on this week? Oh, I, get, I spent way too much time this morning. And Gramps reminded me very nicely that I spent way too much time this morning listening to, some, listening to somebody giving too much, too much, uh, giving too much weight to their opinion should have just let it go but I couldn't I couldn't I did a really good job though I kept it PG I didn't drop any f-bombs but uh you know it is what it is uh what else are we gonna talk about so we're gonna talk a little bit about uh about fishing today we got some golden tickets we might even talk about some frogs it's my it's another attempt at a frog this is uh I'm not gonna show it so maybe I'll show it later but this is my latest prototype and and um, I got it in a bunch of different colors and shapes. <sighs> I don't know. I've never been able to bring a frog to market. This is my third attempt, fourth attempt, and I just never know what to do. So these I'm going to send out with the rods. I'm going to send these out with the rods and uh, see what everyone thinks. I don't know. I put, like, little things on it, like, I don't know if you can see this. Conrad, can you zoom in on that or focus? No. Nope. All right. I'm not meant to work with frogs, so whatever. Uh, let's see. We got a lot of good people in the uh, in the in the chat today. Um, uh, <laughs> Westfall Outdoors, you were you were not right about the mistake on the box. There is a mistake on the new box, 
And it's so obvious. And of course, the moment I got the comps, I saw it. I was like, oh, we made a mistake. Um, what else? We need the Hellraiser. We're not going to get the Hellraiser probably until the second half of next year. Um, it's too popular right now, and they don't have enough inventory. So we will get it. Um, but we're not going to get it until the second half of the year. Let's see what else we got. Who was the troll, Marty? Marty, Marty. Uh, I'll leave that to somebody else. I gave this guy way too much of my time today. I mean, I even looked at the analytics. 98% of this guy's posts, and he's posted over 100 times. 98% of them have had a negative sentiment. So I was just like, all right, what am I doing? Just let it go. Just let it go. <laughs> so, all right, Monster Bass family. It's good to see you guys. I'm really excited to, uh, to kick this show off. Um, got a great lineup for you over the course of the next few months too. I confirmed, uh, I confirmed, uh, who did I confirm? Mike McClellan. I, I confirmed, uh, who else did I confirm? Luke. Yeah. I confirmed Mike, Luke Palmer. I confirmed Mike McClellan. Uh, I'm finalizing KVD. And, uh, let's see. Gramps is going to be on November 3rd. We got some we got some good guests. So anyway, uh, I want to thank you guys for all your patience with the uh, October. It was a frustrating month. You know the boxes. I never thought in a million years I'd ever hear hear someone call me and tell me that the boxes were all stuck together because they put them they put them on the pallets too soon after they printed them, so they all stuck together and pulled. So. What a disaster, but uh, we're back. Everything's shipping as normal. Shouldn't happen again, so my apologies. Um, but we do seem to be shitting the bed a lot. Uh, and especially with our next guests, we can't seem to spell their names. We can't, I, we sent out an email today. We spelled his name wrong. You'll notice these guys are going to come on. They don't have name tags because we can't spell it. Normally, I'd yell at Fix, but he's not even here. He's not even here to defend himself. So I feel like I got to let it go. So what I did was I called Shield Outdoors, and I asked Brad to go hunt Fix down and take him out. So that's probably the last we're going to see a Fix. Thank God we got a rock star here in Conrad, and he'll make sure we're good to go. So let's open the phone lines. Oh, my God, we already got a phone call. Um... I'm going to make you wait from Greensboro, North Carolina. I'm going to make you wait. Let's get the guys on the show. Who's running the chat? Marty Lawson? Nobody. Nobody today. I could get on there right now if you'd like, or you could just take over and type in all caps all day. You run the chat, and you're in charge. How about we do that? Is John at cast of nasty bait? Here, oh, hey, what's going on? Um, all right, bags. Are the bags coming back? Guys, I would love to get the bags back, but all right, there's something called on my, on my P&L, something called uh, something called uh, cost of goods sold, and uh, I only have a certain amount of money for my cost of goods sold, and if I spend more than that, we don't make any money. We don't make any money. I don't keep the lights on, and um, Right now, they want $1.25 per bag. Now, put it into perspective, those little bait bags, I used to get them shipped here for uh, 43 cents. 
that's about the price of a box. If I spend an extra dollar on those bait bags, that's a dollar less that I can spend on the, on the baits. And I don't think you guys want that. So I got to find another, either another material or another um, something to make these baits with. And again, the problem is, is there was a factory over in Germany that makes a lot of the, uh, of the chemical that's used in this material and it's driving up the prices and can't use PVC because PVC cracks in cold weather. So it's got to be something different like EVA or another compound. So we're working to try and find another cost affordable, uh, something that's cost affordable. Because again, I, I love you. You guys know it. I love the bait bags. I felt like it was so good and easy and something great for you guys to use. So, uh, yeah. So Marty Lawson, you are in charge of, uh, of the chat tonight. I'm going to welcome these guys in, send them in a flambeau box. I could do that. I could actually send them in a Monster Max 3700. I'd have to charge you a little extra because obviously those things cost a little bit more too and the cost to ship it. But I mean, if I said I could, if I said I could give you guys one of those for like, I don't know, seven bucks extra and that included shipping, would you do it? I mean, I don't know. Anyway, all right, Marty, Marty the party's getting this thing started. Let's, uh, let's not waste any time. Conrad, you ready? I'm ready. You ready to do this? Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, you guys should know them by now. If you don't, I don't know where you've been. They got a new podcast. Uh, actually, it's a relaunch of their podcast, and I think it's something that definitely is going to appeal to a much wider audience. And, uh, but you don't want to hear about it from me. You want to hear about it from them. So let's welcome uh, Jeff and Paul. And if I got to spell his name for my, for my team uh, that's not here, I will. But uh, <laughs> what's going on, guys? What's up? How you guys doing? Fantastic. We're good, man. Yeah. You know, like, hey, don't worry about it. Nobody can spell my name. Never has been able to. I can. Is, it's not that hard. Now. No, no, it's it's not that hard. <laughs> and and to see it happen not once but twice in one day was really like, <laughs> you gotta be right. you gotta be kidding me. Like, first I get a first I get a text from you that like we spelled your name wrong in an email. Right. And then I get online and I'm sitting here and I get another text from you and it's like, uh, yeah, you spelled my name wrong again. I'm like, what is wrong with my team? We, we get the burly thing with the faces. EY, the burly EY always. Yeah, I we can see that. that. <laughs> oh, so how Man, are you guys doing? You guys, shirt. you guys launched your, uh, your new podcast. Yep. And it's, it's a completely different format than what you were doing before. And how's that going? I mean, I think really well. We're what five episodes deep, Paul? Yeah, five Just episodes drop number deep. five. Well, five drops tomorrow. Yeah. So basically, what we're doing is called aggressively average angler, and uh, we have defined ourselves as aggressively average anglers all the time. I know we got a, a lot of pros come on the MB show, which is absolutely great. And because we are not pros, we're not going to stand here on the platform and be like, "Hey, we know everything about everything, and we're going to teach you from our own mouths and our own brains." Instead, we want to either do the research and talk about what we've learned there or bring on experts uh, in specific areas. And like the whole point is just to expose all of us to different ways of fishing. So we had the saltwater guys on last night from Salty Scales and yeah. these guys are crushing it. They got a charter business. They have a huge apparel business, um, but it was cool to see the crossover between like saltwater, freshwater baits. And then uh, we've got Bass Geek coming on next week. He's probably nice. going to talk about like the Demiki rig. Uh, or some other obscure things that you're not fishing that you should be fishing. 
And if you know nothing about it, then you go do it. And the cool thing is it like pairs up with the MB box really well because we're often getting baits in the MB box where it's like, oh, I've never thrown this before. A lot of guys haven't thrown like the cane thumper that came in this month's box. Mm. Like, what do I do with like this four inch swim bait, this paddle tail that I've never used before? Um, you know, and, and we get stuff like that all the time. Or if you've never fished a frog, you're just holding a frog. Yeah. We get somebody on the show that really knows a lot about frog fishing. They're going to get you the tips that you need to land your first frog fish. So nice. it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. And, and when does the show, uh, when does the show air? Every Wednesday, 8 PM Eastern on our channel. So love to see you guys there. We go live too. Uh, it's a ton of fun. And then we, we post it anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you want to catch up, that's available too. Just go check it out. Nice. Nice. All right. A uh, couple questions for you guys before we get started. Uh, yeah. Crappie or crappy? Crappie. Fact. Rapala it, it or depends. Rapala? Am I, am I drinking Bud Lattes at the fire? Because then I guess it's crappy. It depends. <laughs> Rapala is not a thing. Rapala. <laughs> so if you're on the ice, if you got you got a solo stove on the ice and you're drinking Bud Lattes, that's when it's crappy and it's Rapalas. <laughs> Throwing the Rapalas to catch the crappies. <laughs> All right. And uh, if I'm at the if I'm at the grocery store, you know, I'm getting ready to go fishing for the day, and I want to pick up some cheese curds, or you want to pick up some cheese curds, are we picking up? Are we picking up plain? Are we picking up? I just had some dill pickle ones last week for the first time. Didn't love it so much. What kind of cheese curds are we getting? I think Paul knows the answer to this one. There's only one answer, right, Paul? Yeah, it's, it's going to be the garlic. However, 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 <laughs> however, you the hottest one available is obviously yeah. an accompaniment to the garlic. I think the the combo when we went to fish the St. Lawrence with you guys was the buffalo and the garlic, right? They had yeah. a buffalo one, and they had, every time we hit that gas station for like Chef three kiss. days straight, it was just bags and bags of cheese curds. Yeah, I never really thought about that. Like, if you took something super hot, right, the like a habanero or something like mm -hmm. that, and combined it with the with the dairy from the cheese curd, it'd probably be really like. I wonder how long it would stay hot for. You probably get all colliding. the flavor of the of the hot, but yeah, yeah that's interesting. It's exquisite. Is what it is. <laughs> it's exquisite. <laughs> what uh, before we go much farther? This guy's waiting twelve minutes to talk to you guys. Should we take a call? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Go ahead, caller. Where are you from? Wow, that good, huh? Tight. <laughs> Hello. Twelve minutes. He fell asleep. All right. Oh my God! I see. My name's Patrick Channels. Hey guys, hang on one second. Okay. It's my son. He's six years old, but he wanted to ask you guys a question about swim bait. Okay, amazing. Yeah, just make sure you turn down the volume. What's the best swim bait? Turn down the volume on your computer. I heard what's, what's the, the best, best swim bait? Swim bait or... <laughs> okay, go ahead. You're good. What's the best swim bait for Georgia? For Georgia? Oh, mm. man. <laughs> Hitting us with uh, tough ones. We're from Michigan. So I guess it well, depends. Are you talking like uh, like a soft swim bait, a hard swim bait? Like, 
big small paddle tail what are you thinking i think paul's grabbing some so i'll I'll take this over for him so obviously we're in fall turnover here he's getting into uh the winter fishing now right so everything we're kind of in that lull but he's obsessed with swim bait fishing right and uh so he's been asking me right what what do i do now i want to swim bait fish we're all ponds we're kayak fishermen so he wants to know okay what do i throw right and he can use a bait caster so he's not on a spinning rod um but yeah right so it's like okay you know where does he go from now right a little bit maybe a little bit slower moving right is it a paddle tail um i don't know so he wanted to hear from you guys i appreciate it we're going to go on mute love it that's such a great question I'll, I'll throw one out there. I know Paul grabs some stuff he wants to show off. You cannot go wrong at this time of year with like a baby Kytec with like a little mm-hmm. three to four inch paddle tail. And you can be super simple and just throw it on a ball head jig. Or you can put it on like a, a swim jig, which is totally fine too. Like uh, have the tapered head, maybe looks kind of fishy. doesn't even have to be that natural. Like they're pretty hungry right now, especially where you are, you're at. Because they're feeding up. I can throw a seven to nine inch glide bait swim bait and get catches right now, which is, which surprised the heck out of me in Michigan. I was, I was baffled, blown away by that. So you guys definitely could do that. You could throw some big stuff. I just picked up a, a mega bass uh, mag draft that I'm going to go throw around this weekend. Um, so you could go big, but if you want to catch like a lot of fish, I guarantee you, especially pond fishing, three inch Kytec on a ball head jig, you're going to catch literally every single fish. And just go white so, if you want to be safe. Just go with the white. You'll be yeah, happy. So we were, Paul, what do you got? We were, we were talking with our uh, with our two captains, saltwater scales, and they do a lot yeah. of they do a lot of, uh, of a lot of pond fishing and a lot of big lake fishing uh, for bass when they're not when they're not guiding for saltwater fish. And we were talking about how is this crossing over helping you, right? Like what is helping you when you're out. As a saltwater captain, when you're guiding and doing all this, you know, all this fishing for, for fun and, and for, you know, all just all your fishing on the salt, how does that translate into you uh, bass fishing? And one of the things that we talked about was um, understanding how effective live baiting is. And then how does that, how does that insult? And then how does that translate to like traditional bass fishing? We're using exclusively, uh, you know, artificials. And they said, a lot of folks like to get really caught up in the latest color, the newest colors. Uh, you know, I need my, I need my, you know, chartreuse and all this other stuff. And I'm like, just go natural. So understanding what they're feeding on, where you are, um, especially, you know, if winter in Georgia is anything like, you know, early fall in Michigan, which I'm going to kind of equate the two, um, that water's starting to clear up as long as there's no rain. So it's still going to be more clear than when it is, you know, in the summer and in the spring, um, and so you're starting to see slightly more clear water. You're starting to see fish that are hungry. Just like Jeff said, that mag draft, like yeah. upsizing. Now is actually the time to upsize because those fish are willing to take a gamble on a bigger meal because they are trying to chunk up. So I would say upsize a little bit. Jeff's talking about the baby Kytec. I think you could go a little bit bigger up to that six inch. The Kytec's wonderful. But also I think these diesel minnows, what you just got in the October Monster Bass box. Yep. These are an awesome option, especially if you find that they're not shallow. Like if you're seeing fish that are a little bit deeper, you can go ahead and this is a one like this. This bait is like tailor made. Not only is a trailer because it's a great trailer, 
but something like a free rig and a free rig, you can fish at any depth. You can throw a three quarter ounce, uh, three quarter ounce tonic all the way to the bottom or, or an eighth ounce and, and fish shallow. So I think go natural. You know, if you guys have shad, go for that shad pattern, sexy shad, certainly a great option or just white and silver. Um, and I don't think you're going to have a problem catching fish. And I do think it's okay to upsize like Jeff's talking about. And, and I mean, keeping it simple, like don't overcomplicate it. Like just throw it on a jig head. Like our go-to year round is actually our, our buddy, Ethan do better stuff from mule fishing. So it's like a last tech type material. And he has a paddle tail. That's uh what is it? Three, three and a half, uh, 2.8 for the larger size, 2.8. It's called the donkey tail. And we just throw that on a, like what you would call like a Ned jig, right? Mushroom headed jig. And we just fish those all year round. And uh, Paul's got some PB smallmouth on those. On a so. 332 ounce. Hashtag wow. it works. <laughs> yep. Yep. So yeah, you Love can never it. go wrong. But I do think as the water cools down, go ahead and feel free to upsize. Yeah. Have fun with that because you're going to catch something giant. Just, just keep casting. You'll get something. Awesome. <laughs> you still All there, right. buddy? He's like he's going on mute. All right, well, let's go off mute. He's going. He's going to tie on some jigs. He's, he's going literally going. Right now. He's like, all right, cool. Right I'm gonna hit the water. <laughs> That's it. He's already gone. Awesome. Not Little butt. Bye. <laughs> uh, I, I think he hung up. <laughs> all right. Well. All right, well, little buddy, uh, D- DM me. I'd love to. I'd love to hook you up with a with a, a little T shirt, and uh, so you can rep Monster Bass when you're out swimming on the or when you're out fishing the pond. So, heck yeah. Let's. Uh, wow, we got some more calls. Um, before before we take this guy's call, because, I mean, he's called in forty six times. <laughs> oh boy, it's it's not who you're thinking. Oh, okay. <laughs> he, 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 he's at least 20 minutes away. Um, it's gotta be so, but, uh, we we're talking about rods or I was talking about rods earlier and I'm going to mm-hmm. ship you guys each rod. Um, tell me what you're looking for. Tell me what you're looking for in a finesse rod. Ooh, yeah. Because that's the one I asked for from you was the, you the seven foot medium light model. And yeah, for me, I mean, in a kayak, it's I've gotten over it. It's nice to have like a, a shorter butt section of the rod so that you can actually like sit and fish effectively. Um, I can survive. Yeah, that bottom section of the rod. If that's shorter, that's ideal for for kayak. Seven inches, six to seven. It's not inches. a big deal, obviously, from the bank, from a boat. Like none of none of those guys really care about it. Um, if it's longer, I survive. Yeah, that's not too bad. Okay, yeah. so seven right inches there. from that's from from here to where? To where you grip, right underneath yeah, the bottom, where the bottom of your hand would hit. To the real seat. Yeah. yeah oh, okay. Right to there. the real seat. Up Got to it. the real seat. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, imagine sit, you're sitting in a kayak, and a lot of guys will have like sit down only or sit in side kayaks. Like that's the majority. Ours are we can stand up on ours. They're very well balanced, but. Mm-hmm when we're sitting especially on like a windy day because basically you become a sailboat and the wind says you're going to this side of the lake bye hmm. um with a shorter butt section of the rod then you can sit and fish and like you can actually finesse them uh a lot more easily versus just like hitting your leg every time you're just trying to like pop the rod so i would say like that's one of them 
The second one would be like, yeah, it's, it's a lighter rod. I want to make sure that it's got enough guides and that they're good guides, good, smooth guides. So I want to be able to have smooth casting uh, without any friction against the line. So like I'm throwing light baits. If it's hanging up on the guides or, you know, the line feed is not smooth, mm. then I'm not getting those long casts. I'm not getting <laughs> accurate casts. And that's problematic when you're finessing. How many guides you I want? Would say, What's that? Eight How many ten. guides? Yeah, eight to ten, like Paul said. More, more for a seven for a seven to a seven one, something like that. Yeah, yeah. It just, yeah. Again, it, no, how many do we have, Rick? Ten. <laughs> ten. Well, there you go. Perfect. <laughs> that's that's what you. That's what you'll. That's what you'll. That's that's the that that I think that fits in the standard these days. Wait a minute, Gramps yeah. is telling me they have nine. What do you mean they have nine, Gramps? <laughs> Rick, they have nine. recount. One, two. They're all seven foot, right? Three, four, yep. five, seven, six, seven, plus. eight, nine, ten. Ah, so be gotcha. Plus, Gramps. Go, it's plus the tip, so the tip does not. Oh, work. nine plus the tip. Yeah, so right so it's always the tip. All right. <laughs> it's, it's always. It's just the tip, usually. Just the tip. Yeah, and then no I would no. say uh, sensitivity is, speaking of, <laughs> it's always the tip. Sensitivity is, is crucial. <laughs> like It's absolutely crucial. Yeah. Uh, you're using light baits, maybe downsizing, so you're going to have uh finesse bites like the subtle bites especially if the the fish are lethargic if they're being a pain in the butt to catch then you need to have a sensitive rod like otherwise you're not going to catch them you're going to miss bites left and right um so those are like if i had to narrow it down to just a few things with three or four things i just said it's like those and, and i mean obviously i want it yeah. to be strong yeah because yeah. i might get into some big fish and 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 how long how long of a rod Seven for the finesse setup, would be the longest. Feet. Well, sorry, for the yeah. specifically around a kayak, though. Seven. Seven oh, foot to seven um, four would be the longest. I mean, we have 7.11s uh, plus. Yeah, I've got, an, I've got an rods, eight foot. Crankbaits. Yeah. Ooh. All right. So, yeah, that that's not as big deal. When it comes to the finesse, I like around that seven foot, though. That's like a the reason The reason you don't want to go much longer than seven. Seven four would be the absolute longest. Uh, seven to seven one is... Like kind of this is the standard and the reason is as that rod gets longer all you're getting is additional leverage to fight fish which you don't really need with a with a medium light and you're getting mm -hmm. longer casts which you really don't want and mm -hmm. you're not going to be doing with that rod so what i really want is accuracy so 610 is probably going to be the most accurate rod that you're going to get that's going to be the easiest to cast when you're standing especially in a kayak so seven foot is really the sweet spot seven to seven one for a finesse rod yeah, and spinning. If I didn't mention that, I saw Jason yeah, Beckfish yeah, mention yeah, yeah. Baycaster. Yeah. It's it's a spinning rod that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. um, I think Paul was looking at your medium baitcaster for jerk yeah. bites. Yeah, I was really you know that's a rod that I think uh, probably is going to get overlooked. Um, some people might use that for cranking, but I really think that that rod. I'm excited to try it out on some jerk baits, especially because by the time I get it, that we're going to either be right at the end of jerk bait season. Uh, or, you know, when the spring hits, that's going to be one of the first rods that I'm going to want to grab, uh, is a bait casting medium setup. Um, so yeah. I'm, I'm really excited to try that one out. All right. Well, I'm, I'm excited for you guys to give me some feedback and, uh, yeah. you know, it won't be long. It's, it's funny how, how the product development cycle works. Like we already started developing like the next level up and, uh, yeah. You know, maybe what nice. we do is part of that is a, a summer a summer release, and we create a, a signature. I don't know, 
one specific for a kayak. Maybe we add another one to the series because there's nine in the series, but maybe we make one specific just for Rick, kayakers. I would, Rick, I would literally pay you to make an ultralight instead of doing that. <laughs> also that. That's, that's our I'm, other I'm telling you that market is bigger than the kayak market because folks, folks don't a... need folks to, for what the rod that you have works great for a yeah. kayak so you don't actually need a kayak specific rod and, I, and someone mentioned in the in the in the series here 13 fishing made a, a whole line of kayak specific rods they're not that great yeah. they feel awkward in hand i actually had one didn't love it and mm -hmm. i love 13 fishing that rod i was holding is one of my favorite rods the 13 fishing rod um <clears throat> but an ultralight rod no one else is making those and i can tell you right now there's probably 15 people, people minimum right now on this chat that would buy one i'm looking at names i already, i can already tell you everybody who follows us or follows ethan do better would love and just look at the just 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 go ahead and yep. look at the chat there do it chat do do your thing that you do <laughs> talking like a yeah. five six to a six foot ultralight yes. spinning setup extra uh, fast yeah Extra fast, good fast, backbone, super sensitive. Yep. yep. It's going to catch me three to five pounders randomly from time to time. <laughs> but yeah, mostly a good, well-rounded species. It's, it's an overlooked section of the market that's really not mm -hmm. too difficult to be successful in. And it's one, right and it's one rod? Yeah, just one. You don't need yep. more than one. And one rod will do, as long as you're really intentional about how... Um, uh, how tight the action is on it. You can do a rod that is going to do really well for things like inline spinners, like treble bait hooks, mm -hmm. and one that is going to do well for jig uh, and ultralight jigging applications, which is where a lot of people are mm -hmm. falling somewhere in between. I would argue that more people are jigging, especially for like crappie and panfish, than are yep. you know going for the trout type stuff. So I'd say you go a little bit on the little bit on the stiffer side, and you're going to have a rod that is going to do. I, I I know exactly what I would look for in that rod and. It's, uh, it's, I don't think it's that hard to make a relatively inexpensive, <clears throat> high quality ultralight. What, people what, are going to be able to use that for bass, crappie, bluegill, and there's no fish. There's no, if you're everything. fishing in a lake, there's nothing that that rod can't fish or catch. I'm telling what's, you right the, what's the MSRP on a good, on a good ultralight? High on end, the best one? one, high end, the best 150. Um, yeah, I'd say your, your, uh, mid range is going to be in the 75 to $55. You can get yep. a great rod. I can recommend you one right now that you can go get for 49.99 anywhere that you can buy a rod. You want to, so you, so you want to, so you want to design an ultralight rod. Uh, yeah. Yes. 100%. If that's on the table, yes. Times a thousand. <laughs> All right. A, Rick, I'm telling you right now, I carry six rods in my kayak. So that's the limit. I mean, sometimes I'll grab one or two more, but six is, is the number for me. It's the sweet spot. And I'm very particular about what six rods I can bring that I can bring with me for a whole day of fishing. And uh, ever since last year, without fail, doesn't matter what time of year, one of those rods is always an ultralight rod. I've caught mm -hmm. my PB smallmouth. I broke my record two times in a week uh, on the same exact bait, on the same exact uh, ultralight rod, smalling, over five pounds. So, yeah. I believe I believe that everyone should everything. carry everyone should carry an ultralight. Boom. All right. <laughs> I will uh I'll tell you what. Let's uh let's schedule a call. And we're on I, a call right now. 
All right, fine. Drop all right, so the paperwork on here, there is all we're saying. We don't ask for much. All right, here's the deal, though. Fifty percent of the trade. I just want some blood. <laughs> well, wait, wait. Yo, with all these witnesses, you wanted you. What did you say you wanted? Fifty percent. Want it signed in blood? Yeah, right. I was signed in blood. Fifty <laughs> percent. You know what KVD gets, and his name's all over it. One hundred and ten. He doesn't get ten. He doesn't even get ten percent. Is it, it depends on yeah, who we're talking he, about. But is there's a his, he, okay. Which but sponsor? he's gonna sell. Husqvarna? But he's gonna sell. But no, he's yeah. He's gonna sell because they made a whole line of loose rods. Right? Yeah. Of course, he's not gonna get ten percent because they're gonna sell no matter what. They're gonna sell a hundred thousand rods. So it's not. That yeah, matter, we, we will. He gets a we buck. Will take, yeah. No, yeah. let's uh, let's work. Set. We got to figure out the. Let's figure it out. I will put. Nine, here's what I'll do. Here's what I'll. Com- here's what I'll. Uh, I'll commit to doing. Not 10. I will commit to, I'll introduce you to my rod designer. You tell me the, you tell, or, or he'll just say, give me the specs. Mm -hmm. We'll give it to him. Let's have him make some samples. Mm -hmm. Done. And let's test them out because I could probably get. Wow. I can tell you right now, there's only one thing that really, really matters that you need to get dialed. And I know exactly what it is. Everything else you already have, you already have. There's only one thing that needs to get. I'm listening. In. I'm not going to tell you what it is because then. Why we're on a call? Yeah, exactly. This is, this but is, I got Andy Leonard says this is Shark Tank, Paul. All right, all right. I'm, I'm all in. Right. The Sharks, only thing that matters, the only, the only thing that matters, is, is how fast that rod action is. It's the only thing that matters. If you can dial into the right point, how fast yeah. that rod action is, you have to find the right balance between a jig fishing ultralight rod and a travel bait ultralight fishing rod. Everything else is already built in and is not nearly as important as that single factor. If you can get it to be right in between fast and extra fast, uh, where it's not too stiff and it's not too soft, you're gonna absolutely make the the perfect ultralight rod. And yes, I know what I'm saying. Deal with it. I know it. Everybody knows what you're saying. <laughs> ah. I'm a child. Okay, I get it. Basically, right. basically, Rick, what we've learned with these rods is like when you get a moderate ultralight, most people are upset about it. Like it's not as fun to fish. It's really good at treble success. baits. But if you want to fish more than just treble baits, you're going to be upset trying to set the hook on any jig, like any jig. So it's just too soft overall. So you want a little bit stiffer, extra fast action. Enough whippiness, but still able to commit to an accurate cast. Because a lot of times, especially uh, if you get into like wading the rivers or, or mm-hmm. you know, you're trying to flip it undercover, stuff like that, like you want that accurate cast. Like that's really important. And it's a lot tougher to cast something that weighs one thirty second of an ounce versus a quarter ounce or something. So yeah, it makes a big difference. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a a delivery i'm gonna get a sample delivery time before the show's over i just asked the, i just asked my factory yes let's find <laughs> out look at us doing things and stuff stuff and things <laughs> let's and now uh, we're ready for that other caller yeah let's go he's been waiting 20 minutes 20 minutes <laughs> what uh go ahead caller oh you know i'd wait forever to talk to these guys come on what's up t-rex how you guys doing hey, t-rex up? here What's up? What's going on? Um, man? How are you? Enjoyed the show last night. I'm oh, good. You, Just staying busy, getting ready for a tournament uh, on November 12th, doing a two day tournament, my first two day tournament. So, 
Nice. Um, I just want to tell you guys that I've been really enjoying the new stuff that you guys are doing. I'm really enjoying the new podcast. So keep up the great work. I, I feel it's a lot better than what you guys were doing before. No offense, but I just I seem to enjoy it a little bit better. Hey, no offense taken and very much appreciated. We we knew we we mentioned it in all the, the promo we tried to do. Like our joke is that the last podcast had zero rails. We basically just went off the rails and it was just two guys having fun. Make I mean, we made a lot of great connections through it and we made a lot of great friends through it, which is amazing. Like that's how we really connected with a lot of people. Um, but in terms of like delivering any value whatsoever it wasn't really we know that that's why we stopped doing it so i appreciate that uh you know you were very kind about that how you said that too <laughs> thanks for uh thanks for watching the new show no, i always try to be kind hey you know uh, if everybody did that would uh, be a little bit better of a place <laughs> oh yeah it would so I, I try to be a good guy otherwise rick texts me knock it off t-rex Oh yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, Bro, how's your heated Rick, jacket? How's your heated jacket uh, that you got? I I just ordered it yesterday, so they say it's going to be a couple weeks before it gets here. That's but unbelievable. You got a picture of what it's going to look like. Uh, so you plug this. You plug this jacket in. Uh, yeah, it has an uh, external battery. It, it, it keeps the nine different heaters going on the inside. <laughs> Bro, I'm you're gonna, scared. I'll, you're going to be out on the water and all of a sudden catch on fire, man. I'm very nervous. You're safe. He you. just jumps in the water. <laughs> it's fine. That's true. Hey. Unless if, he's if, been electrocuted. If, 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 if electric it catches on fire, Rick, at least. No, no. <laughs> jump in the water. If, if, if I catch on fire, jacket. at least I'll be hot and stuff for a change. No, I can't. <laughs> hey, there you go. I'm warm. <laughs> oh god. Oh my goodness. You know, I always, you know, I always look, I always look for the bright side. So if it catches on fire, I'll be hot stuff. So and you know, I got a five hundred thousand dollar life insurance policy. My wife will be happy. <laughs> it's a win, you know. But it's not a win-win, win. right? It is a win. <laughs> Yeah, I just said win one time. <laughs> so, yeah, so about the ultralight rod, I, I think Burley Fishing guys right there, Rick, will do you a great job uh, designing you something. I say go with them. You got my vote. Heck, yeah. That's what I'm talking so, about, bringing in the Well, vehicles. here we go. If the cosmetics uh, are not complicated and the blanks can be made using one of the current mandrels that we have, it will take around four weeks to get new samples. If you want me to create a new one, I need an extra week. So five weeks. So we could probably, we could probably have something in six weeks. Oh man! All right, yeah. all right, all right. Just in um, time for ice. Sounds like a mission. I'll use it on the ice. <laughs> we go fish. Uh, yeah, with that five. Six. I got. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's do it. So, my question, uh, 20 to 25 foot water, shad balls everywhere. What are you throwing? Deep crank. Water 68 sure. degrees to 70 degrees. Oh, oh definitely yeah. a deep okay. crank. And I, I'm running a deep crank bait. Um, 
You said above. You said just under seventy. Uh, right now, the water's sixty-eight to seventy, depending on where you're at. I'm still running that deep crank. You don't have to go that slow, and uh, medium size. I would start with a medium size and see how it goes. Uh, and the other thing about if you if you're seeing if you're seeing those uh, those bait balls on sonar, like you've already won. That's at that you're already way ahead of the game. And if if they're you know if you're anywhere near if you're anywhere near like any kind of structure and you're seeing those those bait balls, yeah, I would be deep cranking for sure. And then I'd be doing whatever I can do to stay just above wherever you're seeing that bait. I want to be just above it, probably. I don't necessarily want to be going right through it. Let's cover the water column. A few different mm-hmm. depth divers yeah. of those crank baits. And yep. yeah, if you, you got to cover water in that situation. Like that's the only way I'd be comfortable is covering water and trying to see what they're keying in on. Um, and then if I want to get weird, that's that's like I'm throwing a big glide bait. I'm just going to get weird. I'm going to like have a very loud glide bait and I'm going to try and call them up. So like Debo just made us some fantastic for calling them up. Um, yeah. Like the loudest, like a seven to a nine inch one. <laughs> so just, you know, run the cranks. And if you want to get weird, try something different. That's what we like to do. Uh, that's like a situation I'd be comfortable doing that. Cause with those, you can call them in from like 40 feet away. Like they'll come up to it. And then you might get a big one. Yeah, I've been I've been doing pretty decent, so I'm hoping it it still keeps running a couple more weeks, so I can do. There's going to be as of right now. There's 56 people. Um, right now, actually, I'm really good with a underspin with a Kitek on it and a double. Willow standard bait with a Kitek on it. There you go. I mean, you could throw a uh, go a little so, bit here with your spinner bait in that water depth for like yeah. a three quarter ounce. You three quarter ounce or three yeah. quarter ounce. Yeah, I'd be running those for sure. Just move. You got warm enough All water, right. man. I'd just be moving and just trying to cover that water and see what I can knock into. Sounds like a plan to me. Sweet. Hey, uh, I, I do have one more question for Rick. Yeah. Hey, Rick. Yeah. Um, can we get the uh, the Alex Rudd cream sickle in a deep diving crankbait? Ooh. How deep? Uh, as deep as you can get them. <laughs> Well, I mean, What's I could make I keep my head out of the, gutter the, right deep, there. the deepest I have is a ten, but I could make a, oh, okay, a sixteen sure. and a twenty. I mean, I, yeah, I thought we had a twelve to sixteen. I have one that's uh, it's never been made, but I, I have the blanks right here. Um, I don't have the blanks here. I have the blanks at yeah. home, though. You want a twenty? Yeah. I don't even know if I have. Well, I probably have two or you three, do. maybe that go that deep. I definitely, yeah, I do, but not many. I have, we have two or yeah. three. Well, the the lakes here in California are, are pretty deep. Yeah. Um, the other day when I was just driving around with my my sonar on, just looking for shad balls and looking for fish, and uh, down towards the dam, it's still over a hundred foot deep. Damn. 
Peninsula at Millerton Lake. Gosh dang. That's that's pretty yeah, deep, T Rex. Where's your where's your eighty foot? You don't have one of those yeah. planks laying you got, around? You got an eighty foot crane? <laughs> yeah. It's a shovel. You just put <laughs> a shovel in front of a piece of plastic. I'm gonna sell you a brick in Alex Red Creamsicle. There you but, go. Uh, hear me out. It's in Creamsicle. Yeah. You touch everything. Nice. It's a no. rock, but hear me out. I would I wouldn't fish. I wouldn't fish for bass in a tournament that deep because a lot of no. times when you pull them up from that deep, they're going to die on you. Yeah, yep. they're not built for They're that. not going to last them alive well. Crazy. 100%. You like your chances this weekend? Uh, it's actually the 12th. Uh, I'm going to be pre-fishing more days. I'm hitting it two to three days a week right now just and a lot of what I'm doing is just driving around, spotting fish, and marking it on my maps. And I'll fish a little bit. Uh, a week and a half out, I'll go out and fish, but I won't have any hooks on just to see what they're biting on. Mm. So just trying my best, you know. Heck yeah, man. That's awesome. Love it. So I've learned so much from Rick show here talking to the pros, man. It, it's been really helping out my game so i want to give props to rick right there but uh oh yeah these these guys i've watched their show too uh i watched their show your show and the only other thing i listen to fishing is the bass report uh on spotify i don't know i i can't say i listen to that one company i'm gonna look it up i'll go listen to it yeah yeah. Awesome. So, all right. Well, guys, thanks for answering my question. And uh, like I say, keep up the great work. I'm really enjoying it. I'm sure everybody else is too. So it was a pleasure sure, talking man. with you guys. And uh, thanks for all the laughs. Because let me tell you what, Paul there makes me laugh like crazy. His Instagram <laughs> it kills me all the time. The Heat Miser? Thank you, brother. The Heat Miser? Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Later, T Rex. You guys have a good day. Thanks, fam. See you. All right. If we don't get this guy, he's going to get really upset with me. Well, before we get on, I got to say hi to my son because he's in the other room and I can hear myself echoing. So I know he's still watching. I say, hey, buddy, what's going on? So he's going to freak out in four seconds when that comes I, I saw Haley in chat <laughs> going, hi, dad. <laughs> hi, dad. Three, two, one. Oh, my God. He talked to me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Go ahead, Greg. Who's on? Is it Greg? It's Greg. It's Greg. What's going on, guys? What's up, Greg? What's up, dude? What's up, Burley? Not much, How man. Are you How are you doing? Oh, just chilling, man. I was trying to hook this new Bluetooth up, and I bought a new card. Trying to like experiment with it. What'd you get? Uh, 2022 Subaru Legacy. Going oh, for the, the boo. Subaru. All right. <clears throat> That's the car, right? Yeah, it's a car. Sedan. It has a hitch, too. Sure does. Oh, nice. <laughs> Was it green? Really, when are their lives starting back up? Uh, it's like a what? silver metallic. Uh, the lives are hot, my man. They're going every Wednesday. 
Yeah. You I know. I keep missing the numbers. <laughs> you miss every live we have, no matter what day it is. <laughs> I feel bad every time we schedule live. This guy's like at the end of like a sixty-eight hour shift, and he's like, "But I, oh my god, always right." <laughs> but I'm asleep. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. I just wanted to hop on and say what's up and come in, man. Yeah, man. Appreciate, appreciate it, it, man. Absolutely. We'll have to get Sean we'll and win, win another giveaway. Oh my God! Yeah. He he wins every giveaway. Yeah. It's ideal. Way <laughs> we, we actually have had we've actually had complaints about how many of the members win the giveaways. I get people chatting me all the time, like, "Oh look, another member won a giveaway." I'm like, "It's rigged." I'm like, no, it's not. But I'm kind of glad it's working out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all right, well, you guys have a great holiday. You too, all man. Brother. Enjoy you them too. all. All right, Greg. See you later, man. All right. All right. See, see you, guys. Man. We got another one. Let, let, you guys ever get stopped, like, at the, you know, at the grocery store or you're, you're in wherever, Walmart, and someone's like, hey, aren't you guys burly fishing? No. It's never happened no. once. It happened, Not once it's happened, ever. Yeah, it's, no, it ha it's happened at Cabela's. Um, but it's not normal. And only no. if I'm wearing the burly hat has it ever happened. Because otherwise, some like no one would probably like, ever recognize. They they might see the hat and be like, "Wait a minute," or whatever. Right? But, no, not really. Yeah, the The no. only time I have is like at my home lakes, just because everybody knows around here that I fish these lakes, and they found out that I was posting about it. So I've I've talked to them, and that's about it. In the wild, not so much. I think I met. Uh, a kid who was duck hunting maybe like two years ago while I was fishing the river. And he was like, we're going after ducks. You burly fishing? Like, <laughs> yeah, we're not, we're not, we're yes, not sir. like uh we're not like JC drop shot who gets, you know, he gets stopped every uh, signs day, autographs. You know, everywhere all goes. of his fans, his massive fans. Yeah. <laughs> JC. Oh, juicy <laughs> drop shot. Dude. <laughs> juicy. <laughs> I think he oh, should geez. make the apparel line though, where he, he brings back the juicy sweatpants where he says, oh. juicy, <laughs> juicy drop shot. No, come on. Can you imagine yeah, in his yeah. size? Oh my god! I mean, yeah, custom wow. orders only, dude. That would be so <laughs> ridiculous. Oh man! Oh, what a, what a riot we had it in Lake. sparkle. In oh sparkle. yeah, you gotta have the spark. It's gotta be bedazzled. Oh, it's gotta yeah. be apple bottom, apple bottom, juicy drop shot pants. Hilarious! All right, let's take this <laughs> other call. Go ahead, caller. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Ralph. How are you doing? Oh, it's the hey, boss. What's up, buddy? What's up, brother? <laughs> yes, you got back home from the lake. I'd say you are, you're probably sitting somewhere in a bunker, like, guarding a missile. He <laughs> <laughs> said he just got back from the lake, bro. <laughs> yeah, and now he's doing his job. Back to the missile. <laughs> what, do you wow. want? what do you want from me? <laughs> wow. I wholeheartedly ride a desk at this point. What did he say? You wanted what? I wholeheartedly ride a desk at this point in my career. That's what they oh, all say. Riding the desk. I got you. Guard the desk. <laughs> how'd you do on the? How'd you do on the lake? <laughs> that bad, huh? James kind of kind of cold. I've been out in like two, and it's like, uh, 
think it's like temperature got up to like maybe 62 where the water was like 58 to 60 and it was super cold. This is dying. Pulse floating everywhere. And it probably didn't help that when I got out there, a bunch of our army engineers people had just gotten off the water with all their little fast Zodiac speed boats doing training. So all the fish probably ran deep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> time to, it's time to get out the old lipless. The old shovel deep diving crank will do you well. <laughs> the old, the old creamsicle brick. The creamsicle uh, special brick. You know, it does. It works really so well. It's, so it's, so it's funny you say that. The first fish in the boat this year, and I sent a picture to Alex too, the first fish in the boat this year was on the creamsicle crankbait. Oh, wow. Yes. I bought yes, one at the classic. I think I bought it at the classic or it came in a box. I came with one. And I that's the first fish in the boat this year was on that bait. I actually have it on the table because I don't want to lose it. So I don't throw it anymore. It doesn't catch a lot of fish on the table. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to lose it. So, so I kept the first bait. Yeah, just the, don't give it to me. I guaranteed broken. The first bait, the, the first fish in the new boat was on a rattlebot. That oh, was last really? year. And then the first fish in this uh, was on the king section. I have a new one. I have another one. But I don't want to use that one. I like put it back in a box. And don't I'm do a, that. Uh, one oh, thing about the milk. Yeah. I'm a memento person, though. That's what the military You keep mementos, you keep little trinkets and things. And you're a ho- you're being a hoarder. And things. Not, you're being you can't a blame hoarder. that on being in the army. Everybody listening, if you got baits, if you got baits in boxes, get them out fish of the boxes them. and go fish them. Just like I the said, only, the, don't give them to Paul. Paul will break them if you want them whole. If you want them whole, fish them yourself. <laughs> yeah, but that's common knowledge. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to get as much in as I can before it gets super cold. They're project- projecting a horrible winter here this year. It is supposed to be colder than average. We got like two weeks left. They Michigan, said, so. they're, they're saying January, February for us in Kentucky is going to be the worst month. Ugh, I hope so. I'm be honest with you guys. I, at this point in the year, like uh, I get really sad. But like once the leaves are all down. And it starts raining all the time. I, my brain shifts over. And I start getting excited for ice season. So if it's going to be cold and it's going to be rainy and miserable, we might as well have ice. And so the worst thing that can happen, the worst thing that can happen is that it's cold and there's snow and you don't get ice. And you don't yep. get ice till like February. You get it for four weeks and then it's trash ice and then it goes away. That's the worst case scenario. And we had that for like five years straight. Um, Average, average. I was gonna say, I remember you guys spoke about that last year. Last year was great. The year before that, dog crap. And it's it sucks, man. Yeah, because sorry, you lose, right. you can lose a whole season, like in the blink of an eye. Now, when you're ice fishing, are you well, just, are you just out on the water? Are you in a some kind of a structure? Uh, we're, we're bootstrappers, uh, we, dude. Well. Yeah, we do own a we do own a shelter. <laughs> I do have a shelter. It's a nice big two per well four person shelter, uh, like a pop up though, um, mm-hmm. and it's great. But no, we're not uh, we're not hauling around you know a shack on a four wheeler. We're not there. I would love to get a four wheeler because it would open up so many opportunities. But like I don't have it's not going to happen. Not not anytime soon. So yeah, right now we're just walking. I think I told Jeff. 
I think I told Jeff when we were fishing up there before last year, there was a place in Minnesota. I think it was Tarek that posted a video about it. Where you, it's a shack that they pull out on a lake when it freezes in Minnesota. Is it in Minnesota or Wisconsin? One of them. And they pull it out on a lake once it's solid frozen. And they drill holes. And when you're sitting at your table, you're tip-up fishing through your table. Yeah, and yeah. you catch a fish and pull it up and measure it on the table. It meets the limits. Give it to your waiter. They take it in the back and cook it fresh. Dude. Sam Moore, Sam Moore has a house. Of course he does, right? And Sam Moore has built it so that he can actually work from the ice. So he's got flat screen TVs, microwave, computer yeah. workstations. Like, and I think to myself, I'm like, this, what, like. Elon Musk <laughs> has it, a Starlink. Leave, leave, leave it to Sam, right? Leave it to Sam. Of course. Sam, Sam's something else, man. Sam's re- something else. He really he's is. I loved when we were on the St. Lawrence that's and he brought, his awesome. drone, he brought his drone goggles into yeah. the restaurant that's also a gas station. He's <laughs> just wearing his drone goggles. <laughs> if you guys don't know, drone goggles are something absurd. Just like they look like big military night vision goggles almost. Yeah, they and look like, like the Oculus. Antennae yeah. sticking out of them. Yeah. Dude, something else, that guy. <laughs> yeah, he, he is. Uh... That's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah. So that that'll give you an idea. Oh my god! As he will send his his drone flying by your face as you make a cast at fifty seven miles an hour. Just he was he was using the drone to point out bedded fish that I couldn't see while we were while we were in Minnesota. Yeah, crazy. Well, you were. He would hover it over the fish and like bounce it up and down and be like basically like, hey. Hey, idiot. Dummy, right, right here. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, God damn it. That's, that's like a video a game bit. tutorial. It's like everybody else turns his tutorial off. I'll turn it on. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was going to buy one of those flogger cones. I was going to buy one of those flogger cones this year for the for the spawning season. Mm. I, I'll be honest with you guys. I did not love I did not love fishing bedded fish. Like, it's cool to catch huge fish, and it's, it's kind of easy. But, like, I didn't enjoy it. I really didn't enjoy Feels it. Feels wrong. It doesn't feel right. Yeah. Um, and everyone else is doing it. So, like, I mean, you could use that and, like, the whole thing. And, I mean, we caught some giant fish. But I had way more fun running the Mad Max popper uh, under docks and around structure in the morning. And I caught way bigger fish. Mm. So, I don't know. I don't love – I've never been – I've never been – That's what I liked up there. Was, I don't do it. That's what I liked up there was in, your, in Michigan with you guys with- uh, dock fishing. So my lake here on Fort Knox doesn't have any structure. Well, there's trees and rocks. And, um, that was a new skill for me to master between fishing with you all and Bill Matthews down in Kalamazoo. I honed my dock fishing skills and pitching and casting and accuracy. They get pretty good. I, I, I hit a couple of boats, but <laughs> I mean that's that. That's a as long as we didn't fish the deepest box. As long as we didn't fish the demon dock, we didn't bring any spirits home with us that me and Jeff ran into. I don't know if anybody saw that video, bro. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about the the, yeah. the the dock with all like the the dolls on it and stuff. S- somebody on a lake. Satanic dolls. Yeah, they they had a floating dock and they had they had coated it essentially with like just dolls, stuffed animals. They were just out there rotting for years. Crazy. They were just falling apart. It was covered in spider webs and not the fake kind from the store for Halloween, like real spider webs. It was uh, disturbing, to say the least. <laughs> yeah. 
essentially yeah chas oh, yeah. annabelle was probably there you know very very much possessed doc there was there was a um, chucky doll i remember a chucky doll there was a chucky doll there were also like ninja turtles and spider-man <laughs> it was just weird just that's weird really you know like those people that drive around in their cars and on the back window they have like a bunch of bobbleheads and stuff it was it reminded me of that or <laughs> or like i don't know just beanie garden on collection <laughs> something <laughs> oh man oh, that was a fun day though. that was a fun was, day i'm glad i came fun. up here for that yeah absolutely man that was that was awesome how many how many likes are we at right now on the video someone's saying if we hit 80 we could do a ticket what are we at Four thousand. I have no idea. Uh, uh, according to my other the other phone, eighty nine. Hey. Oh, well, well, let's so, do one. I mean, ticket time. All right, uh, get your golden tickets, guys. All right, you know this the drill. Look it out for you guys. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I know there's a lot of. I've been getting a lot of hate mail. Not really hate mail, but. You guys oh, are wow. really getting a little upset with me that I keep calling uh, the new numbers instead of the old ones. So next show, I'm going to call all old ones. So these are the <laughs> new ones, all right? One, two, zero, eight, How six. How long should we keep them? I was going to ask that question. What's your question? No, I was going to say, how long should we keep them there? Because I just, like, threw away a bunch of them from, like, the past few months. So I need to start stashing somewhere since I'm a warder. I, yeah, you, you, you probably should go back into the garbage that's sitting behind your house and pull them out. <laughs> They're still good. Here's another one. 10844. There's three of them. All you got to do is email me at marketing at monsterbass.com and we'll send you something. And then we're going to give away a bag at the end of the show today. And I think what we're going to do is everybody who's... Uh, veteran or active military you comment down below when i tell you to later on i'm going to give it to one of you guys so love it or if you have you know g14 clearance like marty lawson who's our next caller so well hang on rick before you before you <laughs> yeah. do that call uh i, I do actually have to bounce for a webinar for my for my real person job uh i know so paul is gonna be me and himself and he's going to split personalities for the rest of the show. I believe we agreed on it. We practiced too, right, Paul? You good? Yeah, I'm going to make fun yeah. of myself for like 45 Activate minutes. Activate beard now. Yeah, just <laughs> activate just beard. this out real quick. Let's right. talk about, I still can't, you know, I still stuff. can't see it. <laughs> it's still not there. Uh, but yeah, oh. Rick, really appreciate oh, you well, having me on. I want you guys to get to the next call, then. Yeah, we'll see you, Ralph. Appreciate you, What's up, buddy? Care, brother. <laughs> All right. I'll see you guys later. Thanks, chat. You guys are super awesome. See you, man. Oh, look at the flow on that gray job. Job. Wow. Ja. Wow. How do we get rid of him? <laughs> I think he's with us the whole time. There you Ask go. Him a question. Click it. I just did it. Now, how do we move? How do we move Paul up top? We don't. Unbelievable. <laughs> All right. Uh, Hold on. Let's take our next call. All right, before we do, actually, we're gonna get we're gonna ask Marty his opinion too. Okay. Can I can I control the mouse? Yeah. All right, hold on. Let's go to. Uh... Do you know what this looks hey, like? Hey, hey, Marty. What's going on, yeah. man? How much? Been real busy. Took a took a vacation down to Alabama. Fished at Lake Gunnersville fished with my grandson had a great time 
came back up here to Virginia, uh, went fishing once. The water level is so low up here around us right now that uh, I, we haven't had a substantial rain in months. So they're pumping all the water out of the reservoir. So now I can't even get my boat into the places I usually like to fish. And uh, it's just really bad. We need to get some rain up here. Uh, but like I mentioned in the comment, you know, people are talking about using a, a, you know, a swim bait. And I went out there last weekend and I caught a nice four and a half, almost five pound bass using a uh, Kitek with a Z-Man Nedhead. And Bingo. that's all they would hit. I mean, I threw everything before I started that. And I was like, well, let's just try this. And it actually really worked out well for me. So, yeah. So that was good. See, and uh, by the way, uh, case, yeah. And uh, one other thing being that I, I haven't been on the last couple of shows. Uh, Rick, happy belated birthday. Oh, thank you. Saw that. Yeah. Saw that on the Mount Sebastian Facebook page which is doing outstanding. I think it's great. I actually posted on there right just the other day that that four and a half pounder I caught last weekend. Right I on. dropped on, on that, on the monster bass page. Right on. Four and a half. What'd yeah. you catch it on? Hey, uh, I was just saying on that, on that contact. Oh the yeah. 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 Right, yep. sp speaking of cold weather baits. But oh, Hey, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, so being that you were having me look at the chat here and, and, and run that for a little bit, uh, I had a guy call uh, or ask a question from the Southern Alabama. Want to know, Paul, if uh, what you think are the bass moving up in the creeks down in the Alabama area? And I can say down there, I was in you know northern Alabama, and the water was still, well, this was two weeks ago, the water was still in the still in the 70s and i'm not sure if they were moving up in the creeks yet what do you think no 70 degrees not really and not to the point where you're like gonna target that area now when if they're emptying out into a lake you're gonna go there no matter what right i mean that's gonna be a place to fish but at 70 degrees i, I would say no um but I, you know rick was chuckling and i was chuckling too only because i mean the only thing i can really speak to you know, I've never fished that strain of bass in my life. Um, and I've never fished a place that doesn't have winter in my life. So I don't, my opinion's worth less than nothing. Um, but knowing that the water's that warm, I would say, I would say probably not. Um, and that's just, that's what, that's all I can offer you as an aggressively average angler from the state of Michigan. Right. So, okay. So now my next thing, you know, we were talking about the ultralight rods that rick's gonna make and <laughs> here in virginia i fish the rappahannock i fish the rappahannock river uh-huh and paul like you i grew up in maine so i know all about the winter fishing and everything else but you know what i found is i went and got myself an eight foot rod and it was uh it's it's a medium with a fast action tip because I'm fishing in between all these branches that are hanging down over the river and I'm having to get out there essentially do like we, like I used to do fly bow cast yep. to actually cast between limbs out into the river 
Um, it's not a big river. And right now with the water levels being down and everything, it's really the only way you can get to some of these spots is with a longer rod. So what do you, I mean, no, understand kayak fishing, shorter butt and stuff, but I, I, I have a tendency to like that longer rod. I got a couple things with the longer rod. So I fish a lot of longer rods. My first crappie rod, my first, we'll say panfish rod was a 10 footer. Um, and it was a medium. The problem with that rod for me, one, you miss a lot of bites because you can't hook set that fish the way you really need to all the time with that long rod. You're going to miss a lot of bites Two, Um, it's only, a, it's only really effective in like that scenario because you're right. That's the only way that you can, you can get those fish. But if you can wet wade, I would right. take the five, six all day, every day. No question. If I'm in a lake, I would take the five, six all day, every day. I'm going to catch more fish. That's just me. It is a, the 10, 11 footer is awesome. And it's really great for like salmon and trout and a whole bunch of other things, but so is a five, six. So for me, if I could only make one, in this case, I think I can only make one. I would, I'm going to say the five, six. I also fish what is probably more ultralight than what you can actually cast even with that 10 foot medium. Cause that 10 foot medium, once you get below like 132, it's not going to happen. Your line's going to wave. You have more line out slacked out past the reel that you won't be able to cast that, you know, that bait very effectively. The five, six though, with like four pound braid to like, uh, you know, a two pound leader, you can cast anything. I cast a 180. And so for me, um, I think the five, six is more versatile. And so again, if you're looking at Rick's lineup, we got a couple of rods right now that cover all the basics, like the, 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 the go-tos, which is great. And if I was going to add an ultralight, I'd want something that's really more flexible. So that's why I'd say five, six, but in your case, you're a hundred percent, right. Especially like in the dead heat of summer or when they're, or when they're, um, uh, when they're on beds, yeah, it's a one, you're basically 10 car fishing. It's a wonderful way to catch fish. And it really is in right. case. It could be the only way to catch that fish. You're hundred percent right though. Yeah, it, you know, right now I can skip around the rocks a little bit, but I'm getting a little old for that. You know, I'm 58, <laughs> so skipping around the rocks like I used to when I was a kid, a uh, little different. But, um, you know, I'm I'm finding with that longer rod, even from shore, I haven't, I really haven't, I can't say that I've missed more than 10 fish. Sure. Uh, I, 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 I've been really successful at it, because, but I also think it's just the aggressiveness of the fish that I'm going after in that river, it's very low pressured. Mm -hmm. So when they, when they hit something, I mean, they're just crushing it. It's not like a subtle little bump in the current. They're they're smashing it and they're running. So a lot of times I don't even have to set the hook. They're doing it themselves. Um, So I wanted to get your opinion on that. You're basically you're basically ten car fishing a lot of times. Like when you once you get it way out there, you just let the line drop off the reel and you're pretty much on the spot. You may swing it a bit, and then at that point, there's really no slack to do a hook set. The difference for me is like I'm looking for those fish that are highly pressured, uh, you know, in the river system that gets walked and yacked every day. And uh right. you know, if, you, if you've ever ice fished, which you're up north, you probably see, experienced this. That's the oh, fact yeah. that bluegills, bluegills the fastest biting fish in the water. And they will they will right. test you, test you, test you, test you. And if you're not quick on the draw, you miss that fish. So um, 
but I, I hear there's there's no there's no one size fits all. But for me and, and in my experience, I think that five six is like you could go to six foot. I like the five six, um, but it just it right. is so ver- it's so versatile. Like the number of people that can pick up that rod and be successful from day one and not have to worry about breaking it in their truck. They can they can keep it almost anywhere once it's under six foot. Um, it, it is really in an inexpensive rod to mass produce as well. It's like the, one of the cheapest rods to make. Um, and it, and it's, and it's going to be able to throw everything up to like a 332, maybe a little higher at the ultralight all the way down to a 180. And it really just depends on the line that you put on the, on there. So you right. go up to one eighth probably. And so for me again, dude, I, I have what I have one of those rods that you're talking about. Um, I have one of those, I have a good, I have, I still have my 10 footer in the garage and it is mm. for like, that's very, that exact, uh, that exact reason you're, you're, you're hundred percent right. Right. So, Hey, another question for you, Paul, with ice fishing, have you ever uh, mm-hmm. caught landlocked salmon? Landlocked Did you catch salmon. That? Yeah. Landlocked, no, I don't landlocked so. salmon. Trout, so trout you need to make sure. a trip up to Maine. Um, Make a trip up to Maine, and there's there's places up there, uh, Swan Lake, which is in Waldo County, Maine. Uh, that's where I used to fish a lot, and we had landlocked salmon in Swan Lake. So they were introduced years and years ago, and they get pretty darn big up in there. Um, I was gonna say, you know, you catch huge. them along with the lake trout in there. Oh yeah, I say they're yeah, they get giants. real big, yeah, and sure. and. It's a big spring, spring-fed lake. So, yeah, they do really good in there. Um, Dude, that's cool. One last thing I got for Rick. Yes, sir. Rick, if you don't mind, uh, I asked months and months ago when, when Alex Rudd came out with that series of crankbaits if we were going to have the ability to buy the entire six-pack of all of them at one time instead of just individually. Um I'm looking at. I want to buy. I want to buy the whole set. So if you could get that together and offer that on, really cool. Uh, but other than that, uh, you're doing great. And uh, you know, I I think uh, you continue to do what you do. Continue to support the veterans. You put that out, and I saw a bunch of guys on here listening that are that are either uh, active duty or or vets. Uh, I, I think you have a good following with the veterans on your on your site, and and uh, hold on, I got to give some potato chips to this dang dog before she starts barking again. What, what kind of chips um, does your dog like? But, uh, right now, well, I got two dogs. Okay, I, I I got a great big brown one. He's a pit Labrador Gourmet, and he's Lebowski. As in <laughs> the big, big Lebowski, yeah. and then the other one, yeah, yeah, the other one is is a, a French bulldog, and she runs the house. That's the one that barks. So, yeah, that's right. that's what I got sitting here with me. They probably yeah. like the but, crunchy uh, chips. Again, they, yeah, yeah, they do. They 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 sit down here in the in the basement with me and work with me and everything else and. Uh, they're, they're enjoyable. They keep. My wife is upstairs watching. You know, the Real Housewives of I don't know, 
wherever. San Bernardino. Stand it. So, yeah, wherever they're at. Yeah, right. I don't know. But, <laughs> yeah, I let her watch that. I come down here and watch Monster Bath Live. And it's a whole lot better doing this than it is doing that. Right. You want you want to know how ridiculous so, that that, hey, that, pre- that housewives thing is? There's a bar, there's a bar <laughs> here in Los Angeles that one of them made, uh-huh. and they have a lineup every night of people from Instagram that want to go to this bar, take their pictures, and pay twenty two dollars for well vodka and Seven Up or whatever the hell it is they're drinking. Isn't that Vanderpump? Bander uh, there's that one, but they all have them. It's yeah. their sir. It's the dumbest shit ever. I don't go to that crap. Anyway, so, so I think the better thing, the better thing to do, is what I found out was um, over there in Ireland, and I believe it's, uh, I, I believe it was the show. I want to say Game of Thrones. Okay. But some of the castle doors that they used in Game of Thrones, they actually have in bars over there in Ireland. And you can go and take pictures of them of the bars in Ireland. I think that would be a whole lot better than going to some, uh, you know, housewives of wherever they get well vodka and 7-Up, right? Gross. Whatever. <laughs> All right, Marty. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you. Hey, appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thanks for There's another guy, fire. Army Outdoors, 88N. Yeah, yeah. 22 years in the Army and still going. Are you so saying yeah. Are you saying he's All our right. winner? Hey, thanks, guys. Wait a minute. Hold on. Marty, are you picking him as I, our – is he our winner? Yeah. I, I, I do believe. Okay. 22 years in the Army and still going. He's on your channel. I know he's getting up ass crack early in the morning. That guy needs to win. Great. He's the winner. You picked it, Marty. Good work. Perfect. Thanks. Cool. For- Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Have a good night. Thanks, man. You too. Thanks, sir. You too. He's got classified G14. I, I have classified nothing. He, uh, he was going to hook me up with a tour of the, of the, uh, the Pentagon. Was? Yeah, we're we were. Tra- that, was when, that? that was when we were in uh, D.C. and we didn't make it happen because it was like Easter. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I need to have my own Monster Bass bar. That, that'll... That'll do really well. Let's, uh, all right, Paul, before we go to this, actually, you know what? Mm, can I do it right now? All right, all right. You fish a lot of flat-sided crankbaits? I do. You like them silent or you like them with rattles? Mm, I fish the river a lot, mm. so I end up, I end up with a lot. I end up using the silent ones, but if I was if I was a lake fishing man, I'd be going with the rattle. Because you can't count, you can count on hitting stuff in the river. I can count on bumping stuff, and so the silent one is like surprising that fish, especially in the springtime is when I usually use them. And so it's hitting something, and when it's silent, there's no warning. And so if I hit something like a rock at the bottom, that's when I'm mm-hmm. gonna get a bite if there's like a fish nearby. So I like the silent. In a lake, though, if you're warning that fish, you're bringing it in. You're not going to be able to hit as much stuff. So I like the rattle if I'm in a lake. What uh, What do you consider spring? What month? For me? Yeah. Uh, May, April. Maybe then. Maybe. 
right, so I don't know if you can see this. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. That's 100%. Hold on. Let's see if we can get this. How do we zoom in on that, Conrad? That's perfect. I got it. Oh, oh, there you go. That's sweet, man. It's like the OG Slim. All right. It's There's no way to get it. It's not going to be clear. It should be. All right, forget it. I'm going to send this to you. I'd like I know, your opinion. I, can already, I know exactly what bait that's copying, 100%. No, you don't. I know that blank. We designed this blank. Oh, there you go. All right. It looks like, I'm going to say, it looks like a hell of a lot, like a, a really popular. Which one? Uh, the Rapala, the OG. Oh, I don't know what the Rapala OG is. Okay, I'll, sh I'll show you a picture of it. To my knowledge, the only one that puts these like grooves, like we, they, they have grooves at the bottom. Sweet. No, 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 no. And I can't see that. So oh, you'll okay. have to show me, you'll have to send me that picture. All right. I'll send that to you then. I'd love your opinion on it. All right. Because I'm going to put, we've got, I've got one version that is, uh, I've got one version that's silent and one that I put three little glass beads in it. In the glass beads, they don't make, it's totally different than, than a noisy version. I'm thinking mm -hmm. about maybe not having the silent version. I'm thinking about maybe just having the three, they're three so, they're ever so slight and so small. If it's something different, I'd go with something different for yeah, sure. Because yeah. someone can go get the silent somewhere else. If totally. I've got an opportunity to get a totally different bait that not a, that nobody else is going to have or that not as many people are going to have, I'm going with that bait all day. P so many people fishing these days. If you can just do something different, I'm, that's that's the route I'm going. Totally. All right. Let's. Uh, this guy's waiting 18 minutes. I'm not even sure who it is. Uh, let's, let's it. go here. And then, hey Conrad, do me a favor. Let's turn off the phone line. Let's. Uh, we got some. Can't touch the thing. All right. Groovy. Hold on. I'm going to text this to you, Paul. Go ahead. Call hello. Right oh. hello. Hello and hello and hello. I'm next door to the SoFi Stadium right here in Inglewood, California, where Harry Styles has sold out 15 nights and hot picks are flying all in from everywhere to Los Angeles to see Harry Styles. And I guess those picks are beautiful. They love that guy. Got these here for 15 nights. What's up there, Paul? Sorry that I missed Jeff. Man, this is Mr. Game of 2000. Just want to give you guys a heads up. These are the best Beavis and Butthead guys that you can have talking about bass all day long. These guys, the one got me into the kayak stuff too, man. You got to see what they do on the river with the yak. And I'm going to tell you right now, those guys, when it comes to fishing in the ice, Rick, I want you to take that trip to visit these guys. Get these guys out there in that hut when they're on it. That, 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 I think it's about two foot of ice or something like that that they're fishing on. Oh, my freaking God. You've got to go out there with these guys, man. It's been epic filming if you could go out there and film with these guys because they're freezing their butts off, but they're out there in these huts all covered over, and they're digging for fish with cameras at the bottom. Now, they hit a nerve this week with me because they brought out swim baits. Both of them talking about swim baits. And I said, okay, these guys. Definitely got hit my nerves. I got to talk to them a little bit and see what's going on with the swim bait. They got a bunch of Nebo Pedersen swim baits for them. And guys, I'm telling you right now, you want some fun filming? You got to film fish hitting that swim bait in the middle of the winter, jigging it up and down, seeing if a big giant pike is going to come in and get it. 
that would be something epic if you tried that. Oh my God, that would be some filming. <laughs> I'm going to tell so you guys, good. you guys are pretty good. I like what you're doing. Keep up the good work. That is that is the most hype introduction I've ever received in my life, and it's not even it's not even close. That was a 55 out of 10. That was amazing. I'm I feel like a million dollars right now. Thank you. And I, I'm going to have to take one of those Devo customs and I'm going to have to jig it. I, you know, especially cause most of them fall flat. Like they fall straight down. Uh, I'm in consider it done. You pulling tubes. That sounds like a great deal. All right. Now, Rick, you know, already I got to tell these people, Rick's doing something crazy. If you're not on Rick's VIP list of monster bash, you got to go to the monster bash.com website, log into the monster bash. Give me your email, give me your phone number. Rick is still sending out that code to give you a free reel. It's a 3,000 series reel from 13 Fishing if you sign up for three months of that monster bass. Don't lose out on a free reel, guys. It's a good reel. That means that you can get a reel for that three-month thing and you're already signing up. Stick yourself in and get yourself a free reel. Rick may not do these deals all the time, but when he does, you got to say, Rick's crazy. I'm going to accept it. <laughs> Dude, you, need to pay, you need to pay this, man, like right now. Yeah, I think you owe him fifty bucks for that. <laughs> for we're that. just gonna, yeah, we're just gonna sit around and, and rip tubes and 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 uh, talk about radio spots. Dude, that was legit. He is legit. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, this is what I'm talking about, guys. This fun time, it's trick or treat time. Officially, this is our last monster bash probably thing until November. So basically, trick or freaking treat. Trick Everybody wants a treat, treat, so if you don't log into that website and get a deal, you don't get your treat. <laughs> Where do you go for barbecue so in L.A., Mr. Mr. Gamut? Okay, when you come to barbecue in L.A., there's different barbecue spots all around Inglewood. There's about three of them. Now, I'm going to give you the names. All you got to do is come through. You know what they got here by the forum? They got people with selling either barbecue or they're doing haircuts or they're doing something by the forum. So trust me, there's something going on. When you're talking about going to the forum, you'll see somebody selling some weed or you'll see somebody selling some hair. You'll see something being sold around the forum. There's always something going on when it comes to this city. So we're not too far from the airport. So when people come to this city, you know there's fun stuff to see. That's why I told you about Harry Styles. You see a big-ass sign on top of the forum that says Harry Styles, you know, house. That is something crazy to see Harry Styles' house next to Rams' house. So you got the SoFi Stadium Rams' house, and you got Harry Styles' house before him. So they got that already locked up for the next two weeks. It's 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 literally it's absolutely crazy that he's doing this many sold out shows in a row, and and my 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 Instagram feed is nothing but girls going to see this damn this damn show every night. Like it it would be worth going just just for the eye candy. And that's, that's what I'm bad. enjoying about it. The eye candy is something else, my man. I'm telling you, just to see yeah. the beautiful woman coming in from San Francisco, flying in from Arizona, it is amazing to see how many people come in to see this guy. Crazy. It is eye candy everywhere. Yeah. You should take him bass fishing. Well, of course. <laughs> yeah, we'll just I'm going to tell you guys, I love doing it. The swim bait stuff, don't worry, guys. Next year, I'll show you some of the stuff I'm throwing. Right. You know, Mr. Gamer 2000, you'll see my yak on the gram. I'm going to tell you now. I'm still working on my yak with some twists and stun turns, but I'm one of those guys that's doing electronic. You know, I got an ACS, uh, Lorenz ACS7 uh, with nice. a 3-in-1 transducer that I'm trying to hook up. But I got two 100-amp lithium-ion 
pro batteries on that thing. So I got a lot of juice, man. It's a juicy, juicy Cadillac. Kind of kayak. <laughs> I'm right, working on this deal, man, but it's fun. Keep doing what you're doing, guys. How about how about when your kayak's done? You, we have you on the show, and you give us a, you t- you give us a walkthrough. Oh, that's what I'll do. I'll definitely do that. That's what I'm working on it now. Some electronics, and we'll do a walkthrough. Because I'm telling you, you gotta understand. Jeff and Paul, they both did something that's crazy, Rick. If you ever looked at one of their videos, you know when you got a, a 12 foot kayak, it's, it's trouble moving that thing in and out and on top of your car. I got a Nissan car. I got a four by four Expedition. Listen that thing up and putting it on top. To see those guys do those kayak carts, oh my freaking god! These guys built a cart. A whole giant wooden cart that you can drag your kayak on. I'm like, oh my god! To see both of them do their own different carts to haul the kayak around and has all kind of stuff underneath it. That was just freaking amazing. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you right now that that kayak cart was like one of the best, like cheap investments, highest value investment that you can make. Because like that whole thing was scrap wood. I didn't pay for I I paid for the casters and the PVC. And that was it. I had I had everything else I needed. <clears throat> so for like forty bucks, you got a place to store it in the winter. That's safe. You got storage underneath for your other boat. You got storage for like I got everything from extra baits to life jackets down there. And then when you're loading in and out, it's so much easier. Plus you got a workbench because I got a bunch of extra. I, I built it extra big, and you don't have to unload your entire boat to like move it around or do anything. Like when I come home from fishing, it's like immediately family time. All I got to do, <clears throat> slide the boat out, slide it in its spot. I don't touch a single thing. Nice. I go grab my video card out of my GoPro. I plop it in, do the upload. takes like two minutes. And then your family time, you're doing your stuff. And then at like, you know, 11 o'clock at night, you can go mess around with all your tackle and throw your trash away and all that. But dude, that cart is a lifesaver. If you have a kayak that weighs more than 120 pounds loaded down, you should. I, I highly recommend if you've got space for one, you should make one. There you go. Well, you already sold me on it, my man. I'm telling you right now, I wish you were in California so you could work on it with me, but I'll be working on this thing for the next six months trying to figure out what kind of one I want to design and pull in and out because my kayaks and storage, I, I pull it out of a storage, and it's cool to do that. But, you know, you got to lift it up on a 4 by 4 You talk about a higher-ass 4 by 4 I'm getting older, man. You can't keep lifting up a high-ass kayak over that yeah. damn 4 by 4 every time you come from fishing. Sometimes you just don't want to do that. So that's what I saw you do that. I said, these freaking boys are amazing when it comes to doing stuff. I'm telling you, these little MacGyvers, when it comes to fishing guys, if you haven't seen some of their videos, they, they're not afraid to give stuff a try on the water. Even when they're in running water on a river, they still try stuff. I go, these guys are nuts. I say, well, they're, they're out there freezing their butts off and they're still trying stuff. That's why I take my hat off to you guys. Really fishing. You guys know how to make fishing fun. I appreciate you guys. Take care. Keep doing what you're doing. Amazing. <laughs> I, I, I cannot tell you how much I appreciate that. Dude, this, this is the most positive 10 minutes I think I've had in like six months. There you go. Mr. Gambit. Oh, he dropped. Dude, huh? he, he he mic dropped us. He was like left He's us like, with yeah, all that, that not, positivity bomb and he was like, and I'm out. I'm that's good. It. Mission accomplished. Mr. Gam. Awesome. I followed him on Instagram while we while he was talking to us. It's like the nicest dude I've ever met in my life. Yeah. And I just met him on He's the, so nice. That was amazing. That was incredible. I'd like to be his grandkid. I mean, he's a great, he's a grandpa. He, he is. Yeah. So we have, we have DeBurley, the hype man. That's, yeah. uh, he, he's our hype man. But dude, no, I think uh, DeBurley, you got some work to do. Man. That, that man is the, he is the hype man. That was unreal. Yeah. He's the best. He's the best.
It makes me want to move to California. That was insane. And we got one last call. You know who that is. What's going on? How are you, man? Doing pretty good. A little bit chilly because it's like, I don't know, 50-something degrees in here in Oklahoma. And I'm used to 90 degrees in Georgia. So a little bit, little bit cold up here. But how are you guys doing? Doing great, man. Are you, uh, are you fishing with uh, OWA? You know, uh, my schedule tomorrow might not open up. So I don't know. I'm, it's still up in the air. So hopefully. Too busy for OWA? Good, but wow. I know. I, I was very, uh, very sad when that happened. But, you know, there's still a possibility. So hopefully, fingers crossed that I can get there. So, yeah. And uh, Paul, uh, if you guys, if you just ever need to know anything about swim baits, or glide baits or big baits or like big top waters, just give me a DM or I'll hop on a call or do a text or whatever. I will help you guys out with anything bait recommendations or whatever. If you guys want to get into like the higher end stuff like resin baits or wood baits, just give me a call or give me a shoot me a DM. I would be more than happy to help you guys. I appreciate that. We're at the end of the year, which really sucks. Like it's so like <clears throat> every time we uh, every time we go out, I have to like do the mental calculus. Have you guys ever heard of the one twenty rule? Where like the water temp and the air temp, when they add them together, if it's below 120, you're like you're kind of in the danger zone. We're so far below that. We're at the, like the 100 rule, where I'm like, if it's getting below 90, I'm like, eh, if I fall out, I could die. <laughs> and so we are very much, we're very much like right at the end of the season. Pretty soon here, I mean, it's not gonna be in the next two weeks, but probably mm-hmm. two to three weeks, we're gonna be chipping ice to get out on the water. So. I don't know how much more swim bait fishing I would oh, be able man. to do. I might That's get horrible. one more day of decent, like actual swim bait fishing in. Um, but dude, next mm-hmm. season we're gonna hit it hard again. Like we're already the collection's already growing, as you can <laughs> tell. So I appreciate that very much. We'll reach yeah. out for sure. That's awesome. So I I think that ice fishing, you know, like the ice kind of deal that you guys have up there up north, that would literally drive me insane. Not being able to <laughs> fish, I would, I would. Honestly, I'd probably just die. I mean, I, there would be it's no way tough... I'd be able to do ice fishing. I don't like the cold. I don't like that, you know? That's, well, that's a <laughs> good thing much. you don't live up here because you kind of get stuck with it. And it is worse <laughs> when it's cold and mm-hmm. you can't fish at all. Um, ice, but ice fishing is a yeah. unique beast because, like, it's its own brand of fun. Like, it really, it really mm-hmm. is its own brand of fun. And I will never forget, I still have this, like, really short video that I filmed of, it was a Snapchat that I saved, actually, of First Pike that I caught on a tip up and uh-huh. pure elation. I was so, I, I didn't think <laughs> about my reaction. I was literally in like a full suit, uh, snow suit running around screaming. <laughs> I did it. I did it. I caught a pike on a tip up. And like, I just repeated that like 13 times <laughs> just filming myself totally alone on this lake. <laughs> and uh, I'll never forget it. Ice fishing. It is its own beast. It's not, you got there's stuff you got to deal with 100 and it's not always great but it can be awesome mm-hmm. and uh yeah. it's better than not being able to fish at all so we got what we got very true very true yeah and um i'm not sure if you guys have like a mailing address um once i get back from my trip i would like to send you guys some of my like custom resin swim baits for you guys to try out they're a little bit larger than what you guys are normally throwing but yep. i think they could still work so I gotta, i'm I not sure if you guys still have a mailing ounces. address or whatever DM me and we'll uh, okay. we'll, we'll get it set up. Think, do you have anything heavier? 
I have. I think these well, are actually, just we above just got, seven ounces. We just got two. We just got two swim bait rods from Akuma. I think they go to eight. I don't know if they go to eight or ten. I can't remember. But we got two of the bigs. Oh, I haven't perfect. even strung that. I haven't even strung that one up yet. To be honest with you. <laughs> well, hopefully you guys will be able to catch some fish on them. So, um, here's my question for you, Paul. You get three baits for the rest of your life to use. What are you choosing? Oh, uh, three. Um. Well, one yeah. of them for sure. One of them for sure is gonna be. And this is not this is no BS. I I almost like we hesitated to like start working with this company because I didn't want to throw it off. But this is no BS. That the reason this is the only bait company that we've made like a deal with, and it's because this is my favorite bait to fish. And that is on an ultralight. That is the mule fishing donkey tail. It is with that singular bait mm-hmm. I can catch any fish that swims. Tiny fish are fun to catch, and I've caught gigantic fish on it. And yeah, if I had to, if I only had to pick one, that would honestly that would be the one. So that's for sure on the list. Um, yeah, this really, this is, a, this is a really good question. Number two, number two, any bait. I really wanted to make a big, like eight inch donkey tail. That would be awesome. I know, I know, it would be so. Sick. I want like a big giant one. I know that would be, yeah, honestly, I think that would be it would be, <laughs> do you have like, that would be probably one of the few baits that started off as a bluegill bait that could turn into a musky bait. For hmm. sure. How, and how since it's made of that stretchable, like elastomer style material, you probably need to do like a harness on the inside for your rig, but that shouldn't be too hard at all. But even if you have like a, cool. even if you had like a five odd swim bait, like belly weighted swim bait hook, you could, you could run that. No problem. Hmm. Yeah, you can just sure. use a paper clip on the front, and that way it, you don't have to screw it on there because that's always a pain. So, oh, it'd be impossible. Yeah, yeah it'd be impossible. It'd be such a, oh, that'd be so sick. <laughs> but yeah, that would that would for sure be one. Another the the second one, because that bait is a great drop shot bait. I will not have a drop shot bait. I would have to have some sort of. Uh, <laughs> I would have to have you know what? Okay, I'm gonna say a jig with some kind of like, dude the the uh the baby d-bomb that rick hooked us up with when we hooked up with missing uh-huh. baits honestly that would be one of them because mm-hmm. there's not like i think jig fit like setting the hook on a jig like on a jig is so much fun i would be remiss if i wasn't oh, yeah. able to like have that again <laughs> plus with the right jig if the one of the companies that we work with they make um they make a jig. It's called uh, Super K Jigs, and they make this jig. It's a nice hybrid jig. You can run it however you want. It's got like a really stout hook with a screw lock, so you can put you can put anything on it. You can run it like a swim bait uh, or like a swim jig, and you can also run it like at the bottom of the river. It's a wonderful, wonderful jig. It would be that jig, and it would be it would be that plastic to go. I think I have some of those in your colors. I think you guys did like a limited edition color, didn't you? That. That jig has caught me more. The one you're talking about has caught me more fish. It is such, yeah. dude, that is such a good bait. I love, <laughs> I love that jig. Um, Cause it's weirdly small, but you could like, you could tow a truck with that hook. Um, and then the last <laughs> one, it's gotta be a moving bait. Some kind it might, this sounds so lame. This is going to be like the lamest answer. I'm probably gonna get shit for this. It's gonna, I would say a spinner bait. I would, I would probably, uh-huh. well, no, cause I don't have top water. Oh my god! Should I say a buzzbait? I'll say a frog. It's <laughs> got to be a frog. You, <laughs> you got to have a frog. Yeah, I'm gonna say frog because if you can't have top water, like mm-hmm. what's the point? I'll say a frog. 
like a oh, yeah. like a totally. like a walk like a I mean you can fish a spinnerbait top water too. Yeah, but it's not the same. Yeah. There's no, you you I mean, park that frog up there. Setup, yeah, I'm gonna go. So yeah, I'm gonna go ultralight jig. I'm gonna go straight up, uh, straight up like a hybrid jig, and then I will go frog. Dude, and there's some good answers. I'm seeing them in chat. Okay. Like whopper plopper is a freaking awesome answer. Um, dude, yeah, there's some there's some <laughs> good answers out there. But I'm sticking I'm sticking with my three. I'm sticking. With, what would yeah. be yours? What would be your three? I'm surprised you didn't get a net break. <laughs> I well, but Very if I've surprised. got if I've got if I've got the jig, I still can get my like Ned rig fix, but like I don't want to give up jigging. Like mm -hmm. I don't want to give up the jig. I can't do that. I can't give up the jig. <laughs> what would be your three? I think it's a pretty good setup, though. You got everything. I got to cover. Um, specific bait. I'm just gonna go generic. Just yeah, yeah. yeah. What fly types? Bait. Like what type? Some yeah, sort yeah. of paddle tail. Okay. So I like the um, shorter gliding ones, so the ones that have a lot of movement in the tail. So it allows you to work them really tight. But the bull shad one, the one that Mike Buka makes, it has screws oh, yeah. that you can screw in or screw out to actually change the actual gliding action of the bait. Mm -hmm. So you can make it do wide glides if you want it to work it in like more open water situations or deep water. And then it has the screws that you can screw in, uh, or sorry, outward, and then you can screw those out, and then it'll do more cover glides. Is what Tactical Baskin calls it. So that way you can work it kind of close to cover. But I think that would probably be number one bait. And then I'd have to what go size? frog. That one, that mean, one comes in two You can not have a right? frog. Uh, the wide bait? The, yeah, the the buka? Does that come? Is it two sizes? There's like a mini and then a regular? Yeah. Yeah. You're going with the regular. You like the big. Yeah, ones. so the uh, nine inch. Yeah, yeah. the nine inch uh, bold. That would be definitely the one to go with. Yeah. Definitely one of their custom colors too. Like, uh, yeah, definitely that one. And then I have to go like a frog, like a 65 or a 75 size frog. That's got to be a go-to. I mean, you can't you can't not have a frog in there. And then I'd probably have to go with some sort of paddle tail, um, whether it be like a little four-inch one or like a 10-inch hut. It's got to be a paddle oh. tail, you know. Mm. I You've got to have something that something that has a little bit of action that you can go slow. I totally agree. Something about like the 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 bait that I like sort of grew up on in the river was it was made by a company that still exists and they make a ton of different versions of the same like two paddle tails walleye assassin uh they don't make this color anymore uh -huh. but it was uh it was all chartreuse and then it had a white belly and it had black pepper in it and i have caught and i just would okay. use like eagle claw one eighth ounce quarter ounce ball head jigs i had i had hundreds of them and that was like i I knew I knew I could catch any fish swimming with it, and it was a great river. It was a great river, um, a great river setup, and like it was either that mm -hmm. or a or an inline spinner. And I felt like I felt like I was all I always had an option with that as a trailer, whether it was a jig, whether it was a drop mm -hmm. shot, whether it was a spinner bait, whether like it did or or just a jig. Like it didn't matter what it was. Like I was ready to go. So I would have to agree. Like. That mid-size, that like mid-size yeah. paddle tail, dude. It's you really can't go wrong, and and it's so good year-round. Like For it's sure. really, really good in the spring and the fall. Yeah, and it's solid even during the you know when it's super hot. Yeah, it's definitely a great bait. I mean, a paddle. I think if anybody, if it, I think like if you're getting a beginner into fishing, I think a paddle tail is awesome because they want to be doing something with their hands, so you can reel it, 
You can reel it fast. You can reel it slow. You can drag it along the bottom. There's not really a wrong way to fish a paddle tail. You can't mm. move it too fast. You can't move it uh, too slow, you know. Or it doesn't, get hung, up like a crank, tail, it doesn't but, get hung up like a crankbait you know, either. So, for yeah, sure. I would agree. Yeah. 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 Agree. It's awesome. Good call. I like that yeah. setup. That I like mine better. I won't lie. Yeah. But I like yours too. <laughs> did they discontinue that bait in that color? And do you still have it? Uh, I that still have two bags of it. I still have two bags of it, and I do think they dis- to discontinue that color. But they have like so many. There's a couple that are like very close. Like I think the mm-hmm. one they make now, it's not just black pepper. They have like silver in it too. So there's like two different speckles in it. But mm-hmm. they still make the chartreuse with the white belly and like the black pepper mixed in. Um, but yeah, they don't make that specific okay. one anymore. But I still have two bags of that because I probably I probably at one point had five or six bags of that bait. Wow. <laughs> Well, I mean, if you want, I, you can send me one or two of those, like, paddle tails, and I'll make you a mold, and then send it back, and then you guys can pour your own ones in that color if you want. Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> Dude, if this is want, why I love... I, this, honestly, this, this is... What's happening right now is, like, one of my, like, favorite things that we've discovered since we, like, changed the format <laughs> of the podcast. Because, like, as we sort of, like, dabbled, like, one of the first, like, techniques that I dabbled with that I hadn't was, like, a free rig. And I had people that are like, you idiot, I've been free rigging for like five years, and here's how you do this and that and this and that and this and that. I was like, what? And like the amount of expertise that was like just (laughs) waiting to like sort of be like tapped into was silly. And it still is like you're you're helping us out with these big swim baits and obviously offering to freaking make me a a mold. Like like never in my (laughs) wildest dreams as like just somebody who was like out casually fishing did I think that I would be having a conversation like this. This This is awesome. So cool. Well, if you need it made, just hit me up. I can make pretty much any soft bait you want or hard bait or most I most baits anyway. So if I you need it. a mold made, I, I, hit me up. I appreciate that so much. Thank you, sir. Yep, no problem. So you're a good dude, Brendan. Yeah, that's all I've got here for you tonight. So thank you. All right, thank you, brother. Appreciate it very much. Have a good one. All right, you too. All right, buddy. See you later. All right. See you, Rick. Bye. Bye. Oh, wait. Wait. You still there? Yeah. Yeah. What would your mom make for dinner? So we didn't make dinner because we're out at the moment. But um, we went to this uh, place called the Rib Crib. Super, super good food. It's like a hole-in-the-wall kind of place. Those are always the best places to eat. So we just had like a barbecue sandwich. It was like pulled pork. And then we had, like, baked beans on the side and then, like, a whole block and a deal. It was pretty good. Not going to lie. Good stuff. All right, bro. Enjoy Oklahoma. (laughs) All right. Thank you, guys, and have a good one. All right, man. Later. All right. How sick is that? That kid. Yeah. I know. So nice. Like, he's always chiming in, and he's always got, like, the best tips. Like, I, I'll ask a always. question on, like, a reel, and he'll be like, no, 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 I got you. And like, oh, my God. So yeah. awesome. I'm going to do a show and have him as the guest. And you have uh, to. Just talk about Just talk about stuff. I mean, he drops knowledge. I mean, I even had Daniel from Z-Man, and he's like, he, Brendan was on. He's, he's like, oh, you should make a bait this way. And afterwards, Daniel's like, I never thought about that. That's really an interesting <laughs> idea. And I'm like, you want to you think about this? He's not even 20 years old, and he's like, oh, what? Nice. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy. So, so crazy. awesome. Yeah. I love it. Uh, he's a good kid. I love him. Yep. Um, all right, man. Listen, we went longer than I expected. 
But uh, I want to thank you for taking time to uh, to be on the show and just talk about whatever shows uh, you know comes up and whatever these guys all want to talk about. I think that's what's kind of cool, and and I appreciate uh, you know the support you give the brand and uh, look forward to seeing you guys again. Oh hell yeah! Thanks for having us. Uh, thanks for having me specifically. I don't know about Jeff. I'm gonna speak yeah. for him. Yeah. <laughs> he was here. I promise. No, uh, we really appreciate it. As a, we we love the Monster Bass, we love the Monster Bass family, and uh, you know. We'll get on here every night if we have to. We love it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, and we'll definitely. I will. Uh, I will schedule a meeting with the rod designer, and we'll uh, we'll start this thing. Dude, I'm telling you, it's an opportunity. It's a good one. All right, I'm down. So I love it. All right, man. Go have family time. Done deal. Appreciate y'all. Have a All good right. night. See ya. See ya. Bye. All right. Well, guys, that was a pretty good show. And uh, yeah, let's. I'm gonna call a few more tickets really quickly. Everyone's all worked up. Don't worry. Wait. Oh, here we go. Hold on. One, two. I'm gonna call them all right here. Here they are. These are all the golden tickets. I'm sure there's one more. Boom. There's six of them for you. Here they are. If I call your number, email me at marketing at monsterbash.com. Army Outdoors 88N. I saw that you DM'd me. Did you DM me personally? Don't do it to Monster Bash because somebody else checks that inbox because it gets hundreds of DMs a day. Just look for me. Just look for Rick Patrick on Instagram. You'll find me. And uh, uh, I'll make sure you get that bag. Um, so there you have it. Uh, great show. Thanks, you guys, for tuning in. Um, People keep asking about the backpack. I have not made the backpack yet because I, I kind of want to see the, the bags that come that I did design because I've never worked with this designer. They came really highly recommended. And uh, I want to see the finished product before I make a backpack with them. So I'm still working on that. And then, uh, yeah, we'll go from there. But I am going to get together with Paul and, and Jeff, and I'm going to make this rod. You know, I don't know what the economics are like of, of making a rod at that price point. Um, but yeah, let's find out. Let's see what's going on. Let's see if we can make it work. So uh, I was going to show you guys the frogs that I'm making. But again, I think we're going to do a whole episode on frogs and just talk about them. Let's find out what you guys like. Does that sound like a good idea? Let me know in the chat. Let me know if you think it's a good idea. We'll just have a, we'll have a show all about one thing. And we'll get everyone's feedback. Everyone can tune in, chime in. I got great shows lined up. We got, uh, God, we got a bunch of people. I got two pros coming on for you guys. And it is, let me look it up here. Monster Bash Live. Yeah, we got Gramps on next week. And the following week, we got Luke Palmer. And that's the last show for November because I am, uh, I just booked a trip taking my kid and he and I are going to Japan uh, for Thanksgiving. But then we're going to come back and we're going to have Mike McClellan and then uh, a few other people. So I think it'll be, uh, I think it'll be pretty good. Uh, ruler decals. We do. I'm going to make some new ones. And uh, what else we got? Mm -mm. AJ Gore sighting. Wow. I haven't seen him in a long time. I love that guy. Anyways, all right, guys, I got to get out of here because my dog 
clearly has to go to the bathroom because he's like annoying me. He's not annoying me. He just wants to go. So uh, thanks a lot for tuning in, guys. We had a great show today. And uh, I will see you guys all next week with Gramps. And uh, I'm sure it'll be a great show. Thank you to uh, all of our servicemen and women around the world and our veterans. I appreciate and love the fact that uh, what you did for us and uh, what you still continue to do. So thank you so much. I'll talk to you guys later.